Good morning, good evening, good midnight, everyone. <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about uh, wingman strategies, and I'm really, really excited about it because I think this is something that uh, can really contribute to all of us next year. And it's particularly a topic that I'm very, very passionate to speak about because it is just uh, such an incredible, easy win, if you want to call it that. Uh, before I get started, I just noticed there's a few people coming in. So in between, I'll be admitting a few people as we go. Um, can I get a thumbs up that everyone is just seeing the presentation in front of them? So for those of you who's only come on board now, uh, we've been talking with the other participants, Paul and Nicola, about how many of us is already over 2020. So I've put there, not 2020, I've put there, 2021 pending because we're very well on our way to 2021 and as I said today we are going to talk about wingman strategies for entrepreneurs so no better picture there in the background than those beautiful beautiful cows because today we are going to talk about community and we are going to talk uh, about what our definition is of a wingman within the context of entrepreneurship. So Many of you that are seated on this call, uh, all of you actually know who I am, uh, but we're very aware of people that listen to the playlist afterwards uh, and is even setting time aside uh, over the next few weeks to make time for these webinars. For those of you who don't know me, uh, I'm Landy Jack. I am the Global Director of Worldwide Business Intelligence, which is an uh, EdTech platform. We call it the Octopus EdTech platform uh, which most of you who would be listening into this are membership uh, members of and part of. So um, I'm a, a traveler. I'm not a traveler at the moment, but I'm very, very motivated to be a traveler again. And uh, so all this information that uh, we share with you on these webinars is collected personally by us by means of masterminds and very other interesting methods. Our information is also endorsed by Education Align Finland. And uh, we won the President's Award this year. Thank you, Paul, as well as the APAC Eco Conscious Leadership Development. Reason why I share this with you is so that um, people can feel comfortable in the quality of information that we share here. So let's move on. So, here in front of you, you see that line yawning. And what I want to talk to you about now is the, the power of getting support. We'll dig a little bit deeper into what the wingman really means. But uh, if you take any one thing from today, that would be to actually go and really consider whether you are doing all of this alone in your business or whether you've really, really taken the time to tap into the type of support that you can put around your business. And too many times we are taught that the support has to be super formal. And the wingman strategies talk a little bit more about informal support in your business, uh, not necessarily costly support in your business. And I know those are the type of business models that people are really looking at um, at the moment. So let's move on. What I'm going to do here is... I'm going to take you through an approach to business, which I call beehive mentality. So I think up until now, 
a lot of us has done too many things completely on our own. We don't want to get in support. We don't want to employ people. We don't put directors on our board. We don't get ourselves mentors. And many times, most times, a lot of these decisions are based on two things. Number one, it's based on the fact that people just don't want to run expenses. I mean, never has there been a truer statement than this uh, than in 2020. People are really holding on to their money. They're saving. They don't want to uh, spend too much money. So they just don't build uh, support around them. They just absolutely leave it out. Secondly, a lot of people still falsely believe that it is a bad thing to delegate. So people still say things like, no one can do things as good as I can. People say, say things like, you know what, um, I can't delegate to people because I can't trust them to do the job as good as I uh, can. And so that really narrows our mindset to the point where we really start living and working as an island. Now, consider the beehive for a moment. Can you imagine what will happen to that big fat queen if she does not call in support? Can you imagine what her hive, let's call it her empire, will look like if she did not make honey, make babies, attract worker bees, attract pollinators? And some of you listening to this by now may be laughing, going, this is not how the system in a beehive work." But you, you get the picture. That queen within the intelligence of the sacred geometry and the beehive that she's building has created an ecosystem that is literally buzzing with support. Now, I want to encourage you today to go not only and build a business next year, because it's not just about business. It's about, for some of you, you'll be doing some business next year, some work next year, some contractual work next year. I see more and more it becoming this ecosystem, this portfolio of things that people are doing at the moment um, that you know has a lot of their skills in these different pockets. Now, I want to encourage you to look at this portfolio of yours next year, uh, to look at this empire of yours next year and ask yourself, how can I build this in 2021 not on my own? How can I make enough money in my, or not money, honey? <laughs> Same thing. How can I make enough honey in my ecosystem that it attracts all these bees and all these pollinators and create a level of prosperity around me without necessarily having to go and spend a lot of money. That is what the Wingman Strategies is about for us. It's about building empire with support in a cost-effective and relational way. And that's the key word. We're focusing with wing, wingman strategies on re relational ways of, of building empire. Whereas if you're more interested in the transactional way of building empire, then I'm going to direct you to Octopus, uh, the section, I think it's module four, where we talk about teams. And I want you then to go and look a little bit more there into the ring of steel strategy, which is about building a ring of steel around your business, but there's much more transactions involved in the ring of steel. In other words, you may have to employ people. You may have to do a deal with a boardroom member. You may have to employ a virtual assistant and that type of support. 
This is not that type of support I'm talking about. This is wingman support, very similar to what you will get when a, a pilot is steering a plane and they have their wingman there next to them. And the wingman really is the person who got your back. Now, in the traditional sense, there's many more types of wingman. And uh, with respect to the ladies, wing women, if you want to, um, that uh, there's many types of wingman that you can actually put around you strategically place around you in a relational way. And that is what I'll be taking you through today, the type of wingman, so that you can go after today's session. And when you put your vision out there for 2021, you can say, okay, um, I am going to consider this wingman, this type, and I'm going to consider this type as well. So there's two out of the types that Landy spoke about today that I'll consider for 2021. Some of you may even go, oh, I already have three of these wingmen. I just didn't know it. Uh, maybe I should go and uh, grab a coffee and have a conversation with them and see how I can build them uh, into my ecosystem or into my beehive and how we can all make honey together. So here's your uh, infographic. Uh, as you know, we just love these infographics uh, for the practical reason that you can literally download them and you can save them on your phone and you can refer to them. And uh, I think sometimes we make things overcomplicated. Like I said previously, you can look at 2021 as an empire and it can involve all these different projects for yourself and it can involve all these different people for yourself. But just by saving this on, uh, on your phone and you'll see there the top, the power of getting support, you'll constantly be reminded that it really doesn't have to be a struggle. You don't have to go through this process all alone. I mean, that would be same than trying to steer a ship as a captain with no crew, you know, we all need crew. But I think we've been taught that crew has to be employees and crew has to cost you money and it doesn't have to be that way. So you will find this infographic, hopefully all of you on this call has already uh, registered for the Octopus EdTech online program. The fact that you're in the Octopus Tribe Facebook page and the fact that you can see the posts coming through does not necessarily mean that you've registered for the actual platform and uh, if you do, you'll be able to access online nine very, very comprehensive modules. And um, you can go and find this infographic in, in those modules as well. Uh, I think Wingman Strategies is under uh, module four team as well. But I'm going to ask Nicola to just after the school or when this uh, video gets uploaded, the recording, to actually uh, just confirm where exactly you can find this infographic. So there you'll see quite a lot of wingman, and uh, I want to actually go through each one of them so that you can use today as an assessment. At the end of the session, it would be great if you can go, that one Lundy spoke about, I want, and that one I already have. I just need to go and, and seal the deal a little bit better there in terms of the type of relationship I have with those people. So let's get going and look at these type of wingman or personalities really that a person can have in the environment and how these personalities can actually contribute to your business, your empire in 2021. Um, for me, an exciting thing these days is not necessarily only to talk about business, but to talk about an ecosystem or an empire, because that means you can put uh, different things in there. I almost want to bring up this folder that's lying here in front of me, you know, 
previously, you know, we would see it as if we have a business and when you open this folder, uh, you would see your entire business as this folder. Uh, but what I'm proposing uh, in terms of a change in mindset is that we look at 2021 uh, as a folder similar to this and then say, look, my business is only one of the pockets in here. You know, uh, I can have a contract in here as well. Uh, I can have my book that I want to write in here as well as a project may not even be related to my business. So you, you can build a whole portfolio, portfolio lifestyle. Uh, always something I thought was such a fascinating um, thought. Build, have business, have some, you know, new training, have uh, the book that you're writing, have a project that you're working on that may be completely non-related to your business. So you build your whole portfolio here, which gives you more options uh, for 2021 and also help you to manage your risk a little bit more. Uh, I see Nicola's posted where you can find these uh, wingman strategies. Thank you, Nicola. That's helpful. So let's get going on these personalities. Let's look at the wingman you can get yourself for 2021. Your personal MC. This is a fantastic person to have on your team. This person loves speaking and they speak very well. And you can put them in front of any group of person and they don't care if you call them a speaker or MC or whatever. They like to be on stage. They like to open things. And because they love you so much, they would be your personal MC anytime. Why? Because they have the gift of the gab. Now, you don't really want to jump onto webinars or speak in front of people next year or get introduced uh, at, in a boardroom and stand there all alone. You can bring your personal MC with you and this person always opens for you. This person always positions you. This person always have a few good words to say about you. So it uh, blows my mind how many people exposes themselves to big deals, groups of clients, forums, panels, at business breakfasts, in public events, on webinars, without allowing someone to introduce you. And this is really an easy win. And if you get a personal MC for yourself, you can simply say to them, if you do it for me, and if you're my wingman during introductions, that's important for me, then I'll do the same for you. That's why I have the parrot here. So for many of you who's on this call, and for many of you who will be listening in, you do have a little bit of your feelers in the speaking industry, or if you're not in the speaking industry, you might find yourself attending bigger uh, type of business breakfasts, or you may have an important webinar coming up, any form of public appearance, you can ask this type of wingman to actually do an introduction for you. And if you do it back for them, you can get to the point where you can pretty much refine it and make it nice for each other. So when me and Mike do our masterminds, we tend to do exactly this. I introduce Mike and Mike introduce me. The next one is your boardroom buddy. I couldn't choose a better face than this one from the ostrich here. But uh, this is the person who accompany you to a boardroom. I cannot tell you. People always say people's biggest fear is the fear of public speaking. But I tell you, uh, I've worked with people who dread the boardroom. They dread the people in the boardroom. Uh, they dread the atmosphere, the competition. 
but you shouldn't take it that serious. If you can master the boardroom, then uh, you can sign some pretty, pretty good deals. And uh, I think it's some of the best life experience you, you can gain because the boardroom teaches you to be an alpha, to be strong, to, to bend your environment and to have really great authority and presence in a room. Skills that a lot of people avoid. But if you feel that it's um, driving the, the, the fear, the, the biggest fear you've ever known into you, make it your purpose or your mission in 2021 to get yourself a boardroom buddy. This person come with you to the boardroom. This person accompany you. You can even use this boardroom buddy as an MC as well. But ultimately, this is your pitch alpha. This is a very, very experienced person in the boardroom environment. This can potentially be a very experienced person in sales. So maybe you really want these big corporate boardroom deals. Maybe you are super confident that you can deliver on these deals. Uh, but when it comes to that pitch in the boardroom, you freak out. you like, this freaks me out. I just can't do it. And it's sad because you're losing out on uh, incredible opportunities. Having a boardroom buddy that is an alpha type of persona uh, and not aggressive. Don't make that mistake. I'm not saying a boardroom buddy alpha is an aggressive person. They are a person who establishes themselves as an authority very fast, massive presence. You normally notice them immediately when they walk into a room. Um, so get yourself one of these. And in the process of taking them to the boardroom and uh, having them there as a boardroom buddy, you have the opportunity to observe them, to learn from them how they go about pitching and how they go about being an alpha. Now, you may need other wingmen that I'm going to take you through uh, uh, over the next few slides. And you may be the pitch alpha. You may be the person who's really good. What will happen if you go in 2021 and you say to your top three or four or five colleagues who work in the corporate space, look, next year, I'm going to be your boardroom buddy. So you're going to take me with you. We're going to go completely under your brand. Uh, I'm only there to, to support you as a, a sales expert. And I'm only there to support you um, in terms of alpha so that you appear bigger than what you are. Uh, but then when we get the deal, I want a cut. Uh, that's the type of deals you can make. Or you can say, look, I'll be your boardroom buddy for as many times as you need me. But I do need a, a MC at my events or when I have masterminds, I do need a person who accompany me. I don't, wor I don't have to worry about someone who's going to introduce me and make me look silly. I'm going to get some, I'm going to get you. And uh, you're always, I know I can trust you. You're always going to touch on these points and you're going to do great introduction for me every single time. And therefore uh, give me great authority even before I've opened my mouth. So you can do a, a swap deal like that. Then you get the conversationalists. I think this is a wingman profile that's massively underestimated. This is a person who can literally talk about everything. I mean, they are a generalist. Uh, they have a very good general knowledge. You don't want to uh, play travel pursuit with them because they just know everything about everything. And uh, this is a very, very uh, valuable person to take you, for example, to a very high profile dinner. Maybe there's a deal you want to close, or maybe there's a client that you've been uh, 
you know, trying to win their trust for a while. And you know that this client sort of makes decisions with their business partner or life partner, and you're taking them out for lunch, taking them out for a dinner. So I have to have a colleague with you at that table that is a high profile conversationalist, um, meaning they can deal easily with any type of person. They're comfortable in conversation with any type of level person is a very valuable person to have. I cannot help but notice uh, Colin Gardner on this call. Colin, who has been incredibly involved in, um, you know, I almost want to call it deal-making relations in, in Russia at some stage, um, would absolutely understand the value of having a conversationalist there, a person who can talk the talk, and especially with high profile people and also understand the market, read the market, know what's going on in the news. Very, very valuable person to have by your side. Again, if you can't think of a, conversa a conversationalist in your ecosystem, it's probably very valuable for you to be that for someone else as well. So if you've been doing very well in trivial pursuit, you're probably that type of person who very easily uh, get along with very different type of, very different type of people. This is my favorite, and that's why I have the deal maker in there, because this is absolutely stumbling into a gold mine. If you can find a deal maker. Now, the difference between the deal maker, because people get confused, the deal maker sometimes get confused with a sales expert. Now, the deal maker is a person who's very, very good with sales. It's good to have a person like this on your side. Um, when you are struggling with sales in your business, but the deal maker is a level up. So the deal maker, you know, while the salesperson is out there pitching 100 people and converting 100 people into clients, the deal maker would have one critical conversation and make a thousand sales. So the deal maker will stand in front of a group of people or the, the salesperson, pardon me, will stand in front of a, a group of people in a boardroom and say, today, we're going to sell you the following product or service. They'll make the sale and everyone high five. The deal maker stands on a golf course, having a conversation with a highly strategic person and with one deal, make thousands of sales. Um, so this is, for example, a person who's having a conversation about merging with another company and the merge actually brings a lot of profit and, and a lot of win-win partnerships. The deal maker is a very evolved person. They have a very high uh, pre, uh, presence to them. They usually have incredible life experience. Um, I mean, you, 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 you normally, you do get deal makers who's more younger, but, but I do find deal making is something that is the privilege of people who's had exposure after exposure after exposure, and normally in incredibly complex situations. That's why it's not uncommon to find a deal maker in a lawyer type of persona or in a um, business broker type of persona or someone who's really uh, worked um, in, in board of director positions for a very long time in corporates. These people actually really know what they're talking about. They may be a family member. And, you know, I do think we're actually entering a space where if you have a, a brother or a sister or a cousin or, a, you know, a, a brother-in-law or someone in your vicinity who's a deal maker, you'll just spot them right away. But I do think we're now entering the space where you can go to a person like that and say, look, 
when it comes to me making big deals, you don't have to be part of my business. You don't have to do anything. But when I do have a big deal and I have to go into a corporate and I need a deal maker, a person who can really come up with win-win partnerships, would you come with me to the boardroom and assist me with that to give me that deal maker aspect to what I'm doing there? And then in return, uh, you know, I'll be a person who introduce you at your business breakfast or in return, I'll accompany you to some of your high profile dinners you have. Or if you can't do any of those things, you know, I'll um, bake you cookies or make you a nice snack, which, you know, whatever. The, the deal maker makes deals. So they're very open to deals. Why can't you have someone in your space as a wingman in the deal making space? And when they go on holiday, you look after their plants. So that's how I want to stretch your mind. You know, you don't have to burn money with every single wingman that you put as a support system into your environment. This is as simple as you finding that infographic in the Octopus program and looking at this with critical thinking and going, I am going to take those three type of wingman and it's my mission to insert them into my ecosystem next year in a way where I don't necessarily have to spend the money. So before I step off the deal maker, normally when we talk about the different levels of consultants, we talk about the type of expert who is a mover and shaker. In other words, they work very, very hard, but their approach is very transactional. So they only focus on the to-do list and all they want to do is finish the to-do list. They go, there's 10 things on the to-do list and I want to finish that and then I am accomplished. That is the mover and shaker expert mentality. When you move a level up, you move more to a trusted advisor mentality. That means you're not doing so much. You're more counseling people. You're mentoring people. You're giving advice to people. Um, and then when you move a level up from that space, remember mover and shaker, trusted advisor, if you move out of that space, you now move into the deal maker space. So I do uh, find this profile to be an incredibly smart, knowledgeable, wise person who understand win-win partnerships. Now we get to the socialite. Uh, and I couldn't have chosen a better picture than these quacking geese uh, because they are so social. Uh, we have a wine farm here in South Africa uh, that have them there. They even brought out a wine called the Running Ducks. And uh, I think it's 10 o'clock in the morning and four o'clock in the afternoon. They literally open the gates. These geese actually eat, uh, you know, everything on the farm, all the bugs and things so that they don't have to use harmful toxins on the plants and on the vines. And uh, so they are the champions of the wine farm. And when they open that gate, these geese come quack, 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 and they're chatting and they, they are dynamite and uh, you certainly need more of these people in your life uh, they're fantastic they're fantastic people to surround yourself with they full-on they can drain your energy sometimes they are chatterboxes but they're very likable and they can totally save the day so if you include these people in your ecosystem not only just because you may have a few cocktail parties, you may have those dreadful networking events that you don't want to go to, you have these socials from time to time and you're going, look, this is just not me, it's not what I want to do. You can maybe overcome that 
by getting some of these social lights in your environment, even if you don't take them to business events or business related things, this is the crowd that uplifts you. This is the crowd that makes you feel good. This is the crowd that helps you to get out of your non-comfort zone. And uh, I really, really want to encourage all of you on this call to go and find these geese online as well as offline next year. Make 2021 your year of friendships. Make it the year where you sit around the table on a Friday and you have your cakes or your coffees or your wines or your whatever you do and chat and share and make it a mutually exchanging thing to, to allow that geese support to come into your life so that you don't have to do everything alone. Uh, with, with me and Mike, with working with lots of people um, all over the world regularly, I have to say um, people's mindsets are suffering at the moment. People are really suffering uh, with 2020. I'm not going to be, beat around the bush with this. There's a lot of the work that we're doing at the moment, which is trying uh, to help motivate people, but more importantly, trying to get the message across to people that ultimately it's only you that can motivate yourself. You know, I can sit on this call and give a few motivating words and make you feel good, but uh, uh, now is the time for you to start empowering yourself with that. And I've noticed the reason why people are struggling uh, with anxiety and depression and loneliness and all these things is because they do not allow this, this level of support to come in. doesn't matter where it's an MC, like the parrot I showed you, that just makes you feel fantastic before you give your speech or someone who accompany you to the boardroom so that you don't feel like, look, you're in the line of fire or just geese sitting around your table on a Friday and you're just sharing with them business life and muffins. Okay, not muffins. I don't like muffins that much. Something else then. Now, we all need a stiff lip. And the stiff lip is that type of person who's a bit of a tough nut. You may be involved in a court case, or you may be involved in a disciplinary hearing, or you may have gotten yourself into some trouble, or you may be busy with your neighbor who's suing you. By the way, I can't tell you how many stories of that I've heard this year, neighbors suing each other. It's like they don't know where to canalize the anger and the anxiety, and now they're taking each other on. Uh, or maybe you're going through a tough thing with a, a personal relationship and you need a bit of a mediator here that's going to make tough, logical calls. We all need a stiff lip, but we avoid diversity. We avoid it. We say, look, if I'm going to build wingmen around me, only have to be males or it only has to be females or it only has to be from a certain race or it only has to be friendly people or it only has to be people with children or it only has to be people who's this or that or that what will happen when you start building a wingman environment around you that's truly diverse and the definition of truly diverse is people who's not like you people who's not like you. Too many of us have seeked for too long people who's us. Can you imagine going into a relationship with a person like you? 
Can you imagine how boring that would be? Can you imagine waking up to you every morning? Can you imagine going on holiday with you? I'm not saying there's something wrong with enjoying your own company, but we seek out diversity. And I want to encourage you in your friendships in 2021, in your business relationships, in your client relationships, go and build a rich, rich garden of wingmen for yourself. And the first way to do that is if people who's different than you trigger you or people who have different opinions than you trigger you, sit for a moment with yourself and say, every time I'm going to get upset by other people's opinions, I'm in essence saying that people should not accept my opinions either. So why are you pushing away diversity? Strength is in diversity. And I think we all have been taught too much that diversity is the black, white, feel, a female, male, blah, 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 blah stuff. I'm talking about diversity uh, as that, plus people who's different than you so that you can learn from them. So you need that stiff lip, that tough nut person um, will be incredibly good for you. And remember, you might get a stiff lip into your environment to help you with someone, but that stiff lip desire a conversationalist or that stiff lip desire an MC. So it's not only important today that you look at these wingmen as what would be incredibly rich in my environment, but what can I give to other people's environments as well? Yes, your analyst, your numbers and stats expert. Me and Mike have two very strong ones in our environment. Uh, we almost never uh, meet with them and walk out of there scratching our heads and feeling challenged and uh, feel, feeling like we got a little bit spanked. And, but we embrace that. We allow that because both me and Mike are very, very uh, creative type of people. So we appreciate our analysts. We appreciate the people who look at trends. We appreciate the people who look at bottom lines. We appreciate the people who look at our presentations and go, this is a fantastic story, but where's your stats? Where's your proof of success? Where's your turnaround rates? Where's your retention, retention rates? What's your attrition rate? What is your uh, uh, revenue? What is your, uh, uh, your, your cost of sales? Blah, 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 blah. Um, we, we appreciate those people. Uh, as you can see here of the chameleon, it's, it's not the easiest energy always to deal with, but uh, our ecosystem wouldn't be a thriving ecosystem if it wasn't for these type of wingmen in our environment. And again, doesn't have to be people you pay for. It can be that cousin or that um, person in your network that irritates the living life out of you. Maybe the exact person that is going to inject your beehive with the final amount of honey it needs to attract pollinators, investors, new projects, and new opportunities. Here we have our confidant. Look at those eyes. People, we don't have to be alone. Uh, loneliness is a choice. Loneliness is something that we choose when we've become incredibly uncomfortable with strengthening our interpersonal relationships with other people. If we get to a point in our life where we say, no one is contacting me for my birthday anymore. No one want to do business with me anymore. No one want to, you know, mingle with me anymore. No one's inviting me anymore. The chance is because you may have got to a point where you stopped 
making yourself attractive to other people. And I'm not talking about physical attraction. I'm talking about your inner beauty. You stopped giving. You stopped sharing. You stopped showing people who you are. You stopped reaching out. And I understand many people do that for a good reason. But if you don't have a confidant, there's a very good chance that you've not been a confidant to other people. Now, I understand the reasons behind it. I understand people get disappointed. Um, I understand people, many, sits with trust issues. It's not easy for them to trust other people. Um, but if you can find a way to reset your mind and take these glasses from the past off your face and walk into 2021 with a new set of glasses and say to yourself, look, I'm going to trust again. I'm going to start giving again, not to a point where you're breaking your back to other people, but reasonably giving again. I'm going to start inviting people to my place. I'm going to start entertaining again. I'm going to start giving compliments again. I'm going to make myself beautiful again. I'm going to reignite my interests, my art, my hobbies, so that I'm beautiful to people again. You're going to create a more vibrant beehive that you can ever, ever imagine. You may end up this year, end of year, in front of your TV all alone and go, how did I get into this situation? Rather than shed a tear, say to yourself, I promise myself this time next year, there will be so many people coming through my door that I wouldn't know what to do with that. That, that power is in the palm of your hand. It's the same with wingman strategies. It's the same with ring of steel strategies. It's the same with friendships. So get yourself a confidant. Get yourself someone who you honestly are willing to listen to and therefore they'll honestly be able to listen to you. The wise visionary, the strategist, the person who when you go and see them or they come and see you, you sit both with your cup of coffee or your whiskey and you say what has been your biggest takings from this year and they share that with you and you listen but because this person is wise they give you the time and respect to listen out to your takings for the year and this is the deep meaningful relationships you can build and this is the level of support that will give you a foundation that you will achieve things beyond your comprehension regardless of the environment that you're in but it starts with you. It's not going to start with the people around you. You get your internationalist. This is your cosmopolitan connector. This is the people who are the travelers of the world. These are the people who's the nomads. These are the people who get around. These are the people who know people, know people in different countries and really can connect you. But they're not going to connect you if they don't like you. They're not going to help you if they don't like you. If you constantly press on their buttons, but you never get anything in return, they're probably going to give great connections to other people who's contributing to their lives as well. If there's anything that I can bring out on this presentation today is that it starts with you. The more you're going to reach out and support people, but with boundaries with boundaries the more you're going to start receiving support back from other people as well and that support 
creates a rock solid foundation for you from where you can build business, empires, relationships, and all sorts of wonderful things in your life. Many times, the difference between business and our personal life is not a big difference at all. Then we have your broker. This is also one of my favorites. Uh, it's brought me a lot of success in my life because it's such an easy in, but you won't be able to make use of brokers if you don't have the ability to get other people to trust you as an expert in your field. I'm going to repeat it because these, these are power words for 2021. You won't be able to put brokers in your wingman circle unless you develop the ability for these brokers to trust you as an expert in your field. Who's these brokers? The brokers are the people who's already got your audience. The brokers are the people who's already talking to the people, the clients that you want to be talking to. The brokers are the people who's already very active in the corporate that you're trying to access. The broker is the person who's already built a successful career, has already sent out a successful message to the audience that you're trying to access. So I'm going to give you a few examples. Maybe you want to get into corporate uh, logistics. So now you try over and over and over again. You contact all these CEOs constantly. You try and get past their uh, personal assistance. You, you try everything. You've tried everything possibly to break through the barrier. Um, and then there's this other consultant that doesn't have to go through any of that. They know the person who is the lead consultant of the CEO. So they just build a relationship with that person. They just say to the lead consultant, look what I can do. Look at my expertise. Look at my experience. And the more the consultant look at what they do, the more the consultant go, I should introduce you to my client because this is great. And I'm actually going to get you in there under my brand and then we'll do a profit split. And then they bring you into the company and then they go, okay, well, you've done this really well. And also I've noticed you didn't go around my back and tell everyone, oh, actually, I have my own business and why don't you come this way and and you've not been in your integrity and now the person go wow you've been really great so this client of mine uh they love you and the whole process has made me look so good uh i have a second client i want to introduce you to and now you're a success there as well and so the broker go on and on they literally become your your uh, your negotiator on your behalf Maybe this broker is not the lead consultant of a CEO. Maybe this broker is a payroll company. And that payroll company has 50 people on their database, 50 corporates. That's exactly the people in your target market. Now you go to the payroll company, you say, look, you do payroll. Uh, I do business strategy. Uh, and you build a relationship with that person. And you start showing them again what you can do. And you contribute to their lives. And before you know it, the payroll person is going to say, wow, I was on this board meeting last week and they need a business strategist. Uh, I'm going to introduce you, but I want to cut. That is the type of deals that a broker makes. This is especially valuable for the person who don't like selling. Uh, I cannot encourage you more to start learning to sell. Not so that you can sell, but so that you can understand human psychology. A lot of people, when I say sales, they run a mile. I tell you, you see the steam coming from their feet they don't want to sell and i understand it because we all have been oversold to this year 
Just go and look at your inbox. It looks like a circus, right? Everyone's trying to sell you. Everyone on LinkedIn is trying to sell you. Everyone's trying to sell. Um, and so we've become resistant. And so now when you hear we need to learn how to sell, we go, oh, no, that's ugly energy. But sales is one of the most powerful interpersonal skill techniques you can learn in your life, not to manipulate people with, but to influence people positively. You're going to need sales skills when you do a deal in the boardroom. You're going to need sales skills when you date. You're going to need sales skills when you're in, fight with, in a fight with your child. You're going to even need sales skills when your dog is pulling that way and you want to go that way. It's incredibly powerful um, skills to have sales. So again, uh, if you've registered for Octopus, do take some time over the holidays if you feel like uh, going into some of the self-study and get into the sales modules. You're not learning sales, you're learning psychology. And then you get the added bonus of understanding sales when you sit in a boardroom or in any conversation where people are overpowering you or not taking your message seriously. So go and find these brokers. Uh, they already have your audience. It can be event organizers. It can be people who's organizing events, um, uh, you know, and they put CEOs and audiences or they put, you know, people in your target market. And maybe you, you're someone who focuses on, um, you know, uh, uh, I'm going to give another example. Maybe you're looking for surfers. Maybe your target market is surfers. Uh, then you go to the person who's, um, you know, putting together the, surf, the annual surfer fest or you go to the person who put together the surfer competitions because they already have all the surfers on their books. Maybe you've, uh, you're an author and you've written a book and that book is specifically targeted at middle-aged men. And then you go and look for someone who already has the audience of middle-aged men. Maybe it's a shaving product or a beard product or something like that. So who has your audience? Those are your brokers. And those are the people, if you build relationships with them, you don't have to build relationships with clients one by one because you've built it with the broker. So I'm going to conclude a little bit earlier here because I want to open for some questioning. I want uh, you on this call to maybe ask some questions. But the main message here is if you want to get it, you have to give it. If you want to get it, you have to give it. If you're sitting here and you hear crickets around you, if you sit in the festive season, that's just crickets around you and you go, where's my friends? <laughs> what happened to all my friends? Why are people so unreliable? You know, why are people like this? Why are people like that? I want to tell you this story. I, uh, I've been really enjoying the YouTube videos of this guru from India. His name Satguru. Uh, and I find him really, really wise and funny. I see you shaking your head, Philippe. And uh, one of the people in the audience put up their hand the other day and they said, I really want to change the world and I really want to affect change in the world, but I don't like people. I find people so unreliable. I don't want to work with people. People have disappointed me so much. I don't get along with people. How am I going to fulfill my purpose on this planet if people are so disappointed? And Sadhguru said to him, if that's your attitude, you better go to heaven now. Leave you will always have to get along with other people people's always going to disappoint you to some level you are always going to disappoint people to some level the idea is not to take the next escape route to heaven the idea is to learn 
how to get along with other people so that you can build vibrant wingman strategies, vibrant friendships, and vibrant support systems in your personal as well as in your business life. So I'm going to stop the share now. I'm stopping the recording. So thank you for those who's listening in as well. And I'm going to open for questioning now.